KFES Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Good morning. It's 8 o'clock. Governor Northam announced yesterday restrictions for indoor and outdoor venues updated. Starting April 1st, facilities such as the Diamond and Richmond Raceway will be able to accommodate fans up to 30% of their capacity with no limit. However, high school football games fall under a different category, according to the governor, and will be capped at 500 people. That raise will come just in time for the last week of the regular season. Richmond basketball coach Chris Mooney says that Grant Golden will not play the rest of the Spider season because of his fractured finger. Meanwhile, Blake Francis has been involved in practice the past few days and is considered a game-time decision. Tomorrow's coverage starts at 5.30 after a special one-hour edition of Let's Talk Golf presented by Lexus Richmond. Live from Independence, airtime 4.30 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. UR Baseball was an 8-4 winner over VMI Tuesday afternoon, improving to 7-4 on the season. The Spiders host North Carolina Central Saturday in a doubleheader that starts at 11 a.m. Virginia Tech women's basketball lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament to defending national champion Baylor yesterday. 90-48 was the final score. I check your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. You can expect a rainy day today with highs around 60. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Thanks, Matt. Uh, ESPN Richmond moving up the dial to 106.1 FM starting April the 1st. You'll get all the same great local sports talk, plus the return of Jamie King and Big Al in the morning starting April 5th. Bob Black in the sports huddle moves to 4 to 6 in the afternoon following Matt Joseph at 3. Get ready to update your presets. April 1st, we're headed to the new 106.1 ESPN. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center. 8.02 is the time. Right now, Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853 for reliable Lennox products that make your air in your home absolutely perfect. Huddle up. Sit up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, Here's Bob Black. Uh, Grant, uh, we've spoken. He's he's not going to play for the rest of the tournament. Um, so, uh, you know, the the issue that I talked about last week about his um, finger just continuing to potentially get worse. Uh, and making the surgery more complicated, um, you know, was something that we just talked through and um, made a made a decision that he, that he won't be playing, uh, you know, Thursday or the rest of the tournament. No great surprise there from Richmond coach Chris Mooney, but the official word that Grant Golden of the Richmond Spiders will not play any more college basketball this season for the Richmond Spiders as they get set for their quarterfinal game in the NIT tomorrow night against the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Hey there, good morning. It is a Wednesday morning, the 24th of March. It's a gray, cloudy, damp morning. Guess into everyone's life a little rain must fall. We've certainly had more than our share of that, both literally and figuratively, uh, through this year and the past year and a half, as a matter of fact. But uh, we'll need a little bit of rain today. We'll get through that, and then we got some nice sunny skies and warmer temperatures coming our way as we can see opening day for major league baseball off in the horizon and it's getting closer and closer a week from tomorrow major league baseball opens but before that we do finish up the college basketball season good morning to you bob black here for the sports huddle on a wednesday morning mitchell bradley in our espn richmond studios producing our program thank you for coming along for the ride keep both hands on the wheel if you're riding this morning and you're driving because the roadways will be a little bit wet get your traffic update here in a little bit 804-521-8501 if you'd like to get on the air with us and talk some sports text us 804-638-9508 little bit of a lull in the sports schedule a lot of nba nhl games last night of course the women's nca tournament continuing as well uh, get into that a little bit also, although, again, our Virginia teams are starting to disappear from the radar for college basketball. In fact, the Richmond Spiders might be the last team standing now. I guess they really are, either NCAA men, NCAA women, the NIT, um, just 
mostly because of the schedule. I think that's the reason Richmond's in the position it is in. In the quarterfinals of the NIT, which is great for the Spiders to continue their postseason run, but of course they had the eight days off between games, and that had a little bit of something to do with the fact that Richmond is still playing and these other teams are done because of the schedule. But they'll take it, and they'll move on. They play Mississippi State. The Spiders now at 14-8. and eight. Mississippi State at 16-14, and 14, beat an A-10 team in their first game in the tournament uh, in the NIT, 74-68. A, a couple of interesting questions that came Chris Mooney's way yesterday in his uh, Zoom press conference previewing the Mississippi State game. Uh, one of them was what I was just talking about, and that is being the last team in the, Atlant- in the Atlantic 10 or in the Commonwealth to still be playing men's college basketball. And he kind of, uh, like I just did, deflected that. He was asked, hey, did you feel good that you're the last team, team playing? And he's like, yeah, I don't know that we're going to judge our season or frame it that way. And the question was asked that way, that this is not obviously the route you wanted to take to being the last team playing. No doubt about that. But, you know, there they are, and there are the Spiders playing tomorrow night in the quarterfinal of the NIT down there in Denton, Texas, again at the University of North Texas, a 6 o'clock Eastern game, 5 o'clock down there. Of course, we'll have it here on ESPN Richmond beginning at 5.30 tomorrow night. But in any event, so he kind of deflected that one, and I did have a text uh, this morning as well that went even a little bit deeper into that and said, hey, a couple weeks ago if you told me the Spiders would be quote-unquote the last team standing in postseason play here in the Commonwealth. Here they are. Kudos to them advancing without two of their best players. I think that's great. Uh, And that is what's happened without Grant Golden, who, as Chris Moody just mentioned, uh, is out for the rest of the season. And then Blake Francis, maybe a little bit of hopeful news on the Francis front. Um although that must have been a really bad, deep bruise that he's had uh, because he is, has still been uh, walking around and trying to prep very gingerly from every report uh, that I have heard and gotten. So uh, he was called a game-time decision. Uh, I would actually be surprised if he plays, but on the other hand, he is a tough kid and might want to give it a go if you know the athletic trainers and the doctors think it's okay and he's not going to hurt it any more than he already has just as in the grant golden situation it appears he really could do some more damage to that finger if he tried to play um so they could be again without their two leading scorers going into the game tomorrow night uh without francis who averages 16 points a game and then without golden who averaged 13 points a game. So that's a lot of points out of there for the Spiders if they don't play in that one. So that was one question that he did get about kind of being the last team uh, standing and, uh, you know, what would kind of happen, you know, how, how he kind of felt about that. The, the other one was, hey, would you have rather played St. Louis, a team you've played once this season and lost to in a good game in St. Louis, or would you rather see a different team? like Mississippi State, and and I don't think Chris wanted to disparage St. Louis at all, but I think uh, if you read between his words, I think he's just as happy playing a team that they haven't played. That's what the postseason is kind of all about. Uh, And he did mention he was a little bit surprised that with four Atlantic 10 teams in a 16-team field, it seems easy enough to divide them up and put one in each bracket so they wouldn't meet until the semifinals. But that wasn't what happened because they put Richmond and St. Louis in the same bracket. And therefore, they could have met tomorrow night had St. Louis won. So I don't, I don't blame him for that. I think you've already played a team once. Now, to use Coach's philosophy, and he and I have talked about this many times, when you lose that first game, you do have a little bit of an advantage, I think, he thinks as well, in playing that second game. That the team that wins probably tries to stay with what got them there, doesn't make as many adjustments. Uh, and at this time of the year, I'm not sure how many you're making anyway. You're kind of doing what you do on the basketball court. But I do think that part of the postseason, and particularly I think the NIT, when obviously you're not playing for a national championship, is an opportunity to see some teams and measure yourself against teams that you haven't played 
before. So I don't think, and now the Spiders do have a history with Mississippi State. They have played them in a tournament uh, down in Texas, ironically enough, in uh, South Padre Island several years back uh, during their last uh, postseason run in 2010-11. I'll have to go back and take a look at my guy Jason Vita's notes here because I don't quite remember. They all kind of run together. But Richmond does have a little bit of a history, not with these guys on the team, but Coach Mooney does and a couple members of his staff, I think, do as well. Uh, But for all intents and purposes, it's a different team. It's a team out of the SEC that you can kind of challenge yourself against and a new new team to see playing. And I don't think that's a bad thing. So while I do think the guys would have been okay getting another shot at St. Louis, um... After the loss in, in the regular season to them, I think they're they're just as fired up to play a team they haven't seen all year and a team from another of the power conferences in the SEC. I was just looking real quick, just starting to do my prep work, actually, for St. Louis tomorrow night. Uh, obviously, Mississippi State played Kentucky during the course of the season. Just looking for that one. They lost to Kentucky in double overtime, 78-73, uh, back in early January was that game, and then they played them in the conference tournament and beat them 74-73 to before losing to Alabama 85-48. Of course, Alabama uh, rolling now, roll tide, in the uh, NCAA tournament. So there you go. Those are a couple points out of Coach Mooney's presser from yesterday. Uh, I think the schedule had more to do with it than anything that Richmond's still playing, and the, the rest of our teams just didn't have very much success uh, here at March Madness. And then secondly, I think he's fine playing a team he hasn't played before in Mississippi State this season rather than a rematch with an Atlantic 10 team. As he pointed out, it would have been mathematically fairly easy to put one Atlantic 10 team in each of the four quadrants in the NIT. All right, so there you go. So that kind of brings you up the speed on that, and we will bring you that game tomorrow night. Yes, it is a remote broadcast. Uh, We will be in the Robbins Center doing the game from the North Texas Coliseum down there in Denton, Texas tomorrow night because it's actually a very busy sports weekend uh with the spring sports going and the fall sports playing in the spring and football playing for richmond there is a a lot going on by the way if richmond wins thursday the semifinals are saturday at either noon or three o'clock and spider football plays at four o'clock at robin stadium against elon and then the championship game in the nit is sunday at noon and they are playing a third place game in the NIT, and that's going to follow the championship game at 3 o'clock. I am not quite sure the rationale of that, to play a third-place game. I do kind of understand why they play it after the championship game. Uh, The number one reason, of course, is television. That's when ESPN wants it. They wanted it at noon. They got it at noon. But I do think you give a little bit of favoritism to the two winning teams playing in the championship game to get their game complete and get them on their way back home. I think that's pretty important at that point. So, unfortunately, if you're playing in the third-place game, you're kind of stuck with that 3 o'clock game, which would be 2 o'clock in Dallas, and then you get out of there. So that's why that's happening. But for whatever reason, they are playing a third-place game. The only thing I can really think of is they do want to kind of make it worth these teams' while to be down there in Texas. And obviously, just about every team, if not every team, lost games this season to the pandemic. And it's an opportunity to play one more game, just like it was an in-season tournament at the holidays where obviously you would play a third-place game as another game on your schedule. So I guess the powers that be decided that was the right thing to do. I'm not sure it really is when it'll be the last game of the tournament and it's not playing for a championship, it's playing for third place. But so be it. That's the schedule. So we'll keep you posted on that. So it is, it is a busy weekend. In general, a little bit of low in the NCAA men's tournament right now, obviously, that we're down to the Sweet 16 now, uh, and we'll look forward to the uh, the round of 16 moving forward. We'll talk a little bit more about that this morning as well as uh, those games will be played, what, Saturday and Sunday uh, over the weekend, which is a good thing, playing those games on, on Saturday, Sunday, and then they'll play Monday, Tuesday into the uh, Final Four. Uh, for for 2021 and it's you know still pretty amazing that we're getting there it really really is so uh again unfortunately i was having a conversation last night only one team that really got hit by that was vcu that didn't get the opportunity to play uh having lost in that first round having had that first round game taken from them in the game against oregon oregon of course looked great 
in their first game against Iowa, beat them by 15. They did look like they had fresh legs, and now they'll get set to play USC, another team that really rolled. Uh, both were high-scoring teams. USC scored 85, Oregon scored uh, 95 in their game. So more NCAA tournament talk coming up. But uh, we've got some other conversation to get to this morning, so I'll tell you what, let's uh, get right at it. That'll be our morning brew for a Wednesday morning postseason college basketball, which has dominated our airwaves here for the past week or so. So the Morning Brew brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James, 1313 Hall Street Road. Hey, they're open today and tomorrow from 1 to 8, Wednesday and Thursday from 1 to 8, and then over the weekend, Friday and Saturday from 1 to 10. You can check out their full menu at Pig & Brew. Com. we got St. Louis Smoked Ribs, speaking of St. Louis, St. Louis Smoked Ribs with a side of homemade potato salad is the weekly special this week at Pig & Brew Barbecue, 1313 Hole Street Road. All right, here's what we got coming up on the midweek edition of the Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> Our opening drive, sponsored by our good friends at Lexus of Richmond. Right now, the Invitation to Lexus sales event is happening through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond, also our proud sponsor of our NCAA tournament coverage, plus our Let's Talk Golf show that will air from Independence Golf Club tomorrow. Uh, program note, it's at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. Spider basketball kind of got in the way of uh, – Greg Burton and Gift Breed and Tom Flood. So they're bumping up a little bit tomorrow from 4.30 to 5.30 out there at Independence with the Let's Talk Golf uh, program. And of course, the Masters is on the horizon now as well. And then Spider Basketball at 5.30 tomorrow night. Hope Tom Flood is doing okay, actually, with the uh, KU loss. Uh, a really a, a devastating loss, quite frankly, considering the margin of defeat for his Jayhawks, but I'm, I'm sure he's bouncing back from that. In any event, you can go say hello to him and make sure he's doing all right if you'd like uh, at the Lexus dealership, 9703 Midlothian Turnpike. Visit him online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk a little more spring college football. And this time, we're going to go to the D3 ranks and Randolph-Macon. What a sports year the Yellow Jackets are having, considering all the stops and starts and all the schedule challenges and all of that. But their men's basketball team, of course, finished with an unbeaten season. We well documented that. And Josh Merkel was on with us several times during their run. And they finished up with a one-versus-two matchup after winning the ODAC and rolled through that thing unbeaten. And now look up and you see Randolph making football in its abbreviated spring schedule and they haven't lost. The Yellow Jackets are 3-0. and They're coming off a dominating win over Shenandoah, and they're going to play one more game, and it's this Saturday, and it's just not any other game. It is the game. It is Hamden-Sydney and Randolph-Macon Saturday at 1 o'clock, and this is another one of those where you say whether it's the spring or the fall, it's a rivalry game, and you get stoked, and you get fired up. So there you go, Hamden-Sydney and Randolph-Macon, Saturday, 1 o'clock at Hamden-Sydney, and the Yellow Jackets come in 3-0. and We're going to talk with head coach Pedro Aruza here at the bottom of the hour and uh, kind of find out how the spring has gone, how they've worked their way through it. Obviously, on the field, once they get to game day, uh, they've been very successful, but just how they have navigated through all of this in the spring season. So Pedro Aruza coming up. At 8.30 this morning. 9.15, we'll get back to uh, talking a little NIT. Sal Caressi from the Richmond Spiders will join us. He came off the bench, did a really nice job in the absence of Grant Golden in the win over Toledo last Wednesday, and he scored uh, double figures. In fact, had 10 points, was 5 of 6 from the floor coming off of the bench for the Spiders. So Sal's going to join us at 9.15, talk a little bit about that win over Toledo, uh, how he and Matt Grace are replacing Grant Golden in the center position, and looking ahead to tomorrow night's game at Mississippi State. Uh, so there's our two guests for this morning. Beyond that, we certainly invite you to join us, 521-8501, or text us, 804 638 Zero eight. All right, right about 20 after 8. Let's get a check of traffic again. Kind of wet out there. We'll see what's happening on the roadways, and then we'll get back to our sports conversation. 99.5-1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. 
Six of heavy traffic along the Shaco Valley Bridge this morning with I-64 westbound backed up through Mechanicsville Turnpike. An accident on Hull Street Road at Brad McNear Parkway. Look out also for a crash on Mechanicsville Turnpike at Harvey Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. So I don't know if this slipped under the radar at all or just hasn't kind of gone through the news cycle yet, uh, but George Mason did hire a new men's basketball coach. Um, they replaced uh, Dave Paulson, who was their veteran head coach of the past six years or so, and I thought it was a little bit of surprising when uh, he was replaced at the end of the season, announced that he wouldn't be back as the Patriots head coach. He had a solid record and obviously a veteran solid head coach uh, who had had tremendous success at Bucknell uh, when Richmond AD, John Hart, was at Bucknell, as a matter of fact, uh, but did have great success at Bucknell. Never got the Patriots to the NCAA tournament. Uh, They had winning records, a little bit over 500, a little bit more over 500 over the six years, but could never get over that hump and get to the NCAA tournament. And Brad Edwards, the uh, athletic director at George Mason, former Washington Redskin, um, decided to make a change. And he went in a totally different direction, and I think this is absolutely the right move for them. I don't know if they're going to win and get to the NCAA tournament or not, but I do think if you're going to make that kind of a move and you're George Mason, kind of middle of the pack in the Atlantic Ted, you're not in the upper echelon right now, you're not one of the worst teams either, you're kind of muddling around in the middle of the pack, and you're in an area in which um, you're not a headline team all that often. And especially now, you know, Maryland makes the NCAA tournament. Georgetown makes the NCAA tournament. It's a pro town. They're talking a lot of Wizards. Obviously, Washington football team, uh, the Capitals, the Nationals, all of that. Uh, I do think you had to go in an entirely different direction. And Brad Edwards did that with Kim English as the new head coach of George Mason. This will be his first head coaching job. uh, But he has been at the big-time level of college basketball and played in the NBA. And I think those things will attract uh, players to George Mason, that if you're a high school basketball player and you find out more about Kim English and you know that he was uh, picked in the NBA draft and, you know, he played for a while in the NBA as well as overseas, which gives him some connections there, you know, I think that's fairly attractive to high school, whatever, sophomores, juniors, seniors who are looking to make their college selections. I played at the University of Missouri, was an all Big 12 standout there, and at the coaching level has been, you know, at some major schools there as well, including Colorado. And then most recently, and here's the other connection to this, he he was a coach at Tennessee for Rick Barnes. And the deal there is, and and many of you may not even remember this because he was only there a year, but Rick Barnes started his head coaching career at George Mason as well and was very successful uh, before moving on quickly but he was at George Mason so he was able to guide Kim English a little bit and uh, Barnes was even quoted in their release you know about how proud he is that not only one of his assistants is getting his first head coaching job but he's getting it at a school where Rick Barnes also began his coaching career at George Mason I think I've I've told this story uh, several times but I'll tell it once more before we get to the bottom of the hour here. I got to know Rick Barnes pretty well the year that he was at George Mason. This was way back in the day uh, when the CAA was just breaking into the television world. That's how old I am, and that's that's how far back this goes. But those weren't the days when you could flip a switch and you'd be on television, when you could plug in a cable and you'd have Ethernet and you'd be able to get video and you'd be able to put something on TV or video stream it. Uh, So the CAA, trying to make itself more known, 
Uh, we did a half-hour show, like a coach's show, like the old-fashioned coach's show, uh, weekly uh, on the CAA. And I, I was honored to be asked to be the co-host of that show. The only problem with it, back in those days, George Mason was a little bit on the cutting edge. And they were the only uh, production school in the area that had a satellite dish that could get the program out to what is now uh, NBC Sports Washington. Back in those days, it was called Home Team Sports, HTS, which was the uh, the regional network that carried a lot of CAA games. So every week, I would drive up on 95 to George Mason, and in the Patriot Center, they had a small studio set up, and we would co-host a program on the CAA, and we would have gathered highlights from all the game, and, you know, all of that. Well, because it was the Patriot Center, Rick Barnes was the head coach, and he, he was a very nice, friendly guy. He'd come in every week, not to be on the show, but just to talk, and got to know him uh, pretty well during that one year at George Mason, and it kind of made making those trips up to Fairfax uh, pretty enjoyable every week during the basketball season, in fact, to record that show and chat with him and get to know him. So, um, Really a pretty good hire. I don't know if he's going to win or not. I still think it's a difficult place to win in the Atlantic 10 at George Mason, but I think he's probably the right type of guy to do that. Having played at a high level at Missouri, uh, having coached at a high level, Colorado and Tennessee as an assistant coach, having played in the NBA, having played overseas, I do think that checks a lot of a lot of boxes. He's from the area. He's a Baltimore, Maryland uh, native. So he does have some familiarity there as well. And he's young. He's only 32, but he's going to be able to relate to college basketball players and high school players that he'll have to recruit. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but at least I, I do think if you're going to make that kind of move, I do think going entirely in a different direction is a good thing. Um, so at least on the surface, this looks like a pretty good hiring by George Mason. All right, let's take our break at 826. Pedro Aruza, head football coach at Randolph-Macon, joins us. Uh, the Yellow Jackets haven't lost yet on the football field in their abbreviated spring season, and they got their game coming up on Saturday against Hamden Sydney. We'll preview all that with Coach Aruza next on the Sports Hour. Sports, your favorite thing in the world, which means we're your favorite station in the world. Thanks. You're our favorite listener. I guess that makes it official. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. The tournament is in full swing and the action hasn't disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and that team winning their next game. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than putting your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code WXGI to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. Looking for a friendly neighborhood barbecue restaurant? How about Pig and Brew Barbecue? Authentic North Carolina barbecue right here in the RVA. Serving signature dishes such as smoked brisket, minced pork barbecue, St. Louis ribs, fresh seafood, and plenty of scrumptious southern sides. Make Pig and Brew your new favorite spot. Located south of the James at 1313 Hall Street. Open Wednesday and Thursday from 1 to 8 and Friday and Saturday 1 to 10 p.m. Give us a call at 447-2625 or check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. It's time for some straight talk. Your tax return could look different this year, but you're still going to hear a lot of noise about how to spend it. So when the big carriers tell you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense and tune into Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Injured due to someone else's negligence? You need the experience and resources of Allen & Allen. Let them fight for you. Visit allenandallen.com today. 
local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It's 829. Governor Northam announcing updated restrictions for indoor and outdoor venues yesterday. Starting April the 1st, facilities such as the Diamond and Richmond Raceway will be able to accommodate fans up to 30% of their capacity. No limit on that. However, high school football games fall under a different category, according to the governor. They'll be capped at 500 people. That begins just in time for the last week of the regular season. Richmond basketball coach Chris Mooney says that Grant Golden will not play the rest of the Spider season because of a fractured finger. Meanwhile, Blake Francis has been involved in practice the past few days and is considered a game-time decision for tomorrow's game versus Mississippi State. Tomorrow's coverage begins 5.30 after a special one-hour edition of Let's Talk Golf presented by Lexus of Richmond live from Independence. It begins at 4.30 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. UR Baseball was an 8-4 win over VMI Tuesday afternoon. They improved to 7-4 on the season. The Spiders hosting North Carolina Central Saturday and a doubleheader beginning at 11 a.m. Virginia Tech women's basketball lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament to defending national champion Baylor. Final score was 90-48. to The NFL Network's Ian Rappaport says that Ryan Kerrigan is visiting with Cincinnati today as the Bengals look to revamp their defense. Yesterday, the Washington football team re-signed quarterback Danny Johnson and linebacker Jared Norris. Johnson was the team's, the team's primary kick returner last season, while Norris was also a special teams participant. A check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. You can expect a rainy day today with highs around 60. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Weather's brought to you by Extragen. Accuracy matters. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Extragen purchase at any retailer. Details at Extragen.com where accuracy matters. ESPN Richmond's moving up the dial to 106.1 FM starting April the 1st. You'll get all the same great local sports talk you've got here, plus the return of Jamie King and Big Al in the morning. Starting April 5th, Bob Black of the Sports Huddle moves to 4 to 6 in the afternoon following Matt Joseph at 3. Get ready to update your presets April the 1st. We're headed to the new 106.1 ESPN. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 832. Mitchell Bradley for today on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland. The tournament is down to just 16 teams, so if you've been watching from the sidelines, do like I've done. Get into the action with FanDuel Sportsbook. Hey, everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. FanDuel's hooking you up with exclusive 30 to 1 odds on all 16 teams left in the bracket, even the top seeds. That's right. New users get 30 to 1 odds on any team to win their next game this round. You can win $150 on a $5 bet. Maybe you're like me and you like a parlay where you pick a few teams to win with a little bit down, you can win big money. All you have to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and make your first deposit to unlock exclusive 30 to 1 odds. The app is easy to use. Believe me, I used it all last weekend for the first and second round. When you win, you get paid back in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up using promo code Mitch so they know I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Mitch, M-I-T-C-H. You must be 21 and up and present in Virginia. New users only. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. Maximum bonus $150. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. This is no April Fool's joke. ESPN Richmond will be heard exclusively on 106.1 FM starting April 1st.
Coming up at 835, thank you for joining us. Sports Huddle, 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM ESPN. Bob Black here, Mitchell Bradley producing. Let's go to our Herman Allen hotline, our first guest of this morning. Let's talk some spring college football. And we do so with Pedro Aruza, head coach of the Randolph-Macon Yellow Jackets, who literally have the game this weekend, the big game this weekend against Hamden-Sydney. We'll get into all of that as we move along in our conversation with Coach Aruza. Pedro, good morning. How are you? Doing, doing well, doing well. Just getting ready for practice. Ah, uh, morning practice for your guys, huh? Yeah, we we've had to go most uh, Mondays and Wednesday mornings, and uh, we have a uh, wellness day today with no classes, so we we bumped it back a little bit. But we've been going on Monday mornings at five forty-five, and uh, Wednesday mornings as as well at five forty-five. So a lot, lot of early mornings. That's when the field is available for us. All right. Well, that toughens that team up and gets them ready for the game this weekend as well. And be a little football weather out there today, a little rain as well. Uh, big picture, Pedro. How have you kind of framed this spring season? How did you kind of attack it? I mean, I know you want to win games, but it is so unique, so unusually doing this. How did you kind of put it all together for your team? Well, I mean, I think the bottom line is we want to get better and uh, develop our team and, and win games. So, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that there's any other approach. So we, we went into the spring knowing that we, we had to improve, we had to get better. And, uh, you know, they keep a, a score on, on Saturdays or Friday nights like we've been playing. So the objective is always to win. So, uh, you know, everything that we've uh, done this spring has been geared towards that. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, in December I had mixed mixed feelings about whether to play or not. I was worried a lot about injuries and you know, those potentially spilling over into the fall. But I talked to, you know, some other coaches about it and, and thought about it. And I, I just think from a mental health standpoint, it was uh, crucial for our kids to, you know, get back out there and play. So at this point, that that's really been the most important thing. I mean, obviously the record indicates that they've handled this really well. But if you could go beyond the record, uh, how how do you feel your guys attack this from coming back from the winter break and getting into football, knowing they were going to be playing games here in the spring? I think our kids have been awesome. I've, I, I don't know that I've ever been more proud of our guys and the way that they've approached things. I mean, it's been a very, very, uh, you know, frustrating year, um, you know, beginning – you know, last March, and I think they've had a, a lot of uh, things to deal with. And so for them to be able to, to do what they've been able to do and, and to keep their heads about them, to keep their wits about them in the midst of all this madness, I think has been, uh, you know, a testament to their character and their resilience. So I'm, I'm really proud of our kids. I think they've done an awesome job, and, you know, I'm extremely proud. You talked about uh, making improvement, seeing improvement. Were there certain areas that you were specifically looking at, and where do you think this team uh, has improved? Obviously, 3-0 and on the year. Uh, defense looks like they've been great. Running game looks like it's really going well. What are those areas that you have seen the improvement that you are looking for? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, we're very young, especially at a lot of the skill spots. You know, our quarterback is a sophomore. Um, we're, we're playing a lot of young guys on both sides of the ball. And so that, that's obviously a, a big area in terms of, uh, you know, improving and wanting to get better. But I think our whole, our whole program's based on that, right? You know, no matter what we're doing, whether we're, we're playing football, whether we're practicing, whether we're lifting weights, whether we're in a classroom, you know, whether we're off the field, you know, you're always looking for improvement. So I guess that's kind of a, a, a program philosophy, right? That's why these kids are here. They're here to improve in every area of their lives. And, uh, you know, that, that's a challenge every day, you know, especially, especially given all the circumstances this spring with, you know, the, the uncertainty and having to really, you know, people talk about having to take things day to day. But, you know, if you don't take things day to day in the midst of uh, all the things that are going on right now, you'll, you'll go completely out of your mind. So that's really been the focus, you know, take, take a long view of it and, and know that eventually we're going to pull out of this thing. But uh, you have to take a short view of it and get better every day and focus on the task in front of you. Or, you know, you're simply not going to survive. So, you know, like I said, I've been really proud of our kids. I think our kids have done a great job in the classroom. They've, uh, they've handled things well on campus with all the protocols. And, uh, you know, we've, we've improved as a football team, which is always the goal when you go into a season. You know, at the end of the day, you want to win games, but 
you know, you, you also want to max out your potential. And, uh, you know, that's really how you evaluate a football season. You know, when you get to the end of it, you look back and you say, you know, were we the best football team that we could possibly be? Pedro Aruza, head football coach at Randolph-Macon on our Herman Allen hotline on the Sports Cello here on a Wednesday morning. You alluded to your sophomore quarterback, Presley Egbers. Tell us a little bit more about him. Looks like he's getting it done for you, uh, Pedro, both with his legs and with his arm. Yeah, Presley's had a, a really good year. You know, he played played a little bit for us last year. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, obviously had a lot of improving to do. But, uh, yeah, he's been awesome. He's a student of the game. He, the kid loves football. Uh, Character-wise, he's as good as any kid I've ever had in the program. And uh, I think he's got a big upside. I think he's only going to get better. So I'm been really happy with really all of our quarterbacks. We have, uh, you know, a couple of really good ones in the program. And, you know, plus he's had a really good year. He's made some uh, made some big plays. I think he's been a big factor in, you know, our offensive uh, production. And, uh, you know, I think he's his best football is still ahead of him. So whether it's spring or fall, this is the game. Randolph-Macon, Hamden-Sydney happens to be 125th meeting this time around, and there's so much at stake. Before we even kind of get into what that game is going to look like and how you potentially could be successful in it, you mentioned the mental health aspect of this thing, Pedro. Does being in this kind of setting on Saturday afternoon kind of help that i know it's a rivalry game anyway but with so much on the line that once that game kicks off everybody can feel pretty good about hey this is just college football and we're playing it we don't have to worry about guidelines and protocols and testing and and social all of that we're just going to go out and play a big time football game yeah i mean i think the practice field and meetings and and you know being out there on game day that that's about the only time that life has felt normal you know so i think the kids feel a a great sense of relief uh you know when they're out there on the field i think they enjoy being with their teammates they're playing a game that they love and so that's been a huge you know it's been a huge relief i mean i know for me personally every time i walk out on the field and you know, get to be with the players, it's, it, it's good for my mental health, you know. It, it was hard, you know. We, we didn't uh, we didn't have anybody here on campus from March all the way until August. And I think that it really forces you to reevaluate things, right, as a coach. You know, I'm 47 now. I've, I've been here for 17 years. And you start to look at it and, you know, examine why you're doing this. And, you know, you always, you always know that you're in it for the kids, but until you, you know, don't have them and – you know, you see how much you miss them and you miss being around them. Um, it, it really, really kind of hit home when they came back in August and I, you know, was able to get back around them and start meeting with them and start working with them. You just, you miss the kids. So, yeah, game days have been a lot of fun. Practices have been a lot of fun. I think the spring in general has been, you know, really, uh, really awesome just being able to, to be together and uh, have some sense of, uh, some semblance of normalcy when you go out on the football field. Uh, not only is Hamden Sydney three and zero, but man, they've been dominating some people. Just looking at the scores, looks like their defense has been uh, real. Not that their offense has been bad, obviously, but their defense has been really good. What have you seen from Hamden Sydney? Uh, give us a little scouting report for Saturday. Yeah, I mean it's a rivalry game. You know, they're they're obviously a, a really good football team. They're undefeated. They're not giving up a lot of uh, yardage defensively. I mean, I think that they've got a lot of good players on both sides of the ball. So. You know, we're going to have to play extremely well to uh, to have a shot. Do you like what uh, the ODAC has done with this spring and playing this, you know, abbreviated schedule and then having the one game beyond that just for our fans' edification? Obviously, there, there'll be a seeding matchup amongst the ODAC teams, but the one seed versus the two seed will determine an ODAC champion for the spring. Emory and Henry's already 3-0 and and not playing this week because their game was canceled. So the winner of hamden Sydney randolph macon gets Emory and Henry. Did I explain that correctly, Coach? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I think the league's done a good job of setting up the schedule. I mean, I think they did the best uh, given the circumstances. And I think, uh, you know, our athletic Jeff, director, Jeff Burns, is on the uh, committee. And I think he played a, a pretty big role in the way things were set up. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with uh, – I think we did right by the kids. You know what I mean? Given, given the circumstances, I think we did the best that uh, we could do in terms of setting up the schedules and in terms – I think the coaches have all, uh, all done a really good job. I think the, the teams have all done a really good job. We've been able to get most of the games in. 
with the exception of uh, Washington and Lee, everybody's been, uh, you know, playing week to week. So, yeah, I think it's been good. Uh, Coach, it's great that it's going to end with a game like this and then a championship game beyond that that will have two unbeaten teams in it as well. So I think the ODAC is putting its best foot forward here, and we'll let you go put your feet forward towards practice uh, here this morning and wish you the best of luck Saturday. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. Pedro Ruza, thank you, Coach. Uh, head coach of the Randolph making yellow jackets, getting ready for Hamden Sydney coming up this Saturday, 1 o'clock at Hamden Sydney. I guess the only thing that is not – going to be as normal is the fan situation there. While they will have fans, according to uh, my, my good friend and great PR person, Phil Stanton, no visiting fans, and we've seen that at other places as well in an effort to just socially distance and get the right number of people in the facility. They've kept it strictly to the home team. Uh, we've seen that at other places as well, so that will be the case Saturday at Hamden-Sydney. So that'll be another challenge for Randolph-Macon in that game and going up against a really good team. So that's the game, the 125th meeting and it is for a berth in the ODAC championship game opposite Emory and Henry. So they'll have two unbeatens, Emory and Henry 3-0, and and then either Hamden, Sydney, or Randolph-Macon will be 4-0, and and the winner of that game will be called the ODAC Spring Football Champion. So well done by the ODAC and obviously by uh, Randolph-Macon and, and Hamden, Sydney, and Emory and Henry as well. All right, Pedro Aruza on our Herman Allen hotline. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, providing HVAC services to the Richmond community for more than 50 years, 24 hours a day. They are available. Give them a call, 804-746-5853 for all your HVAC needs. For more info, go online, Herman Allen Plumbing. We go to a break at 846 on the Sports Huddle, 99.5, 1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. A crash on the left shoulder, Route 288 northbound as you're coming around toward Hall Street Road. A little bit of a backup through Commonwealth Center Parkway. Also a wreck on West 100 Road between Old Stage Road and I-95. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 M 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. Follow ESPN Richmond to its new home at 106.1 FM starting April 1st. It's the same sports talk and play-by-play you expect us to deliver at a stronger signal on the FM dial. Thursday, April 1st, we're becoming 1061 ESPN. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. The ESPN Richmond guest hotline is sponsored by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, an authorized Lennox dealer. Online at HermanAllenPlumbing.com. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Tired of staying at home cooking the same meals? Ariana's Italian Restaurant is ready to serve you and your family. Stop in Ariana's for authentic Italian dishes, such as homemade lasagna, fettuccine, linguine, and specialty pizzas, pasta, sub salads, and desserts. Eat in or take out your favorite meal to go. Check out the full menu online at ariana'srva.com. Ariana's Italian Restaurant, located at 700 North Shepherd Street in the Fan District, and family-owned and operated. Support your local restaurants and stop by Ariana's today. Goodyear knows the importance of keeping momentum as you head down the stretch. Momentum starts with movement. It's pulled from the air like a contested rebound. Momentum builds with steals and fast breaks and is proven by deep threes as the shot clock expires. Momentum is how we change the game. And now it's time to discover where it can take us. Goodyear, more driven. 
Are you experiencing financial hardship and finding yourself pressured of owing the IRS back taxes? The experienced professionals at Allied Tax Relief can relieve you from IRS collections. Most importantly, negotiate your tax debt. Here's Marie, a pleased client of Allied Tax Relief. My hours were cut in half at work and the IRS was threatening to collect $27,000 I owed them. I contacted Allied Tax Relief for help. They were able to put a stop to the IRS collections. Once they negotiated my debt, I walked away paying only $700 to the IRS. Especially during these times of need, Allied Tax Relief is able to negotiate various fresh start programs to relieve you of your IRS tax debt. Call Allied Tax Relief now, 800-544-2180 for a free consultation. Use this pandemic situation to your advantage. Now is the best time to get IRS forgiveness. Call today, 800-544-2180. This call could save you thousands. That's 800-544-2180. 800-544-2180. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-1960. That's 1-800-885-1960. 1-800-885-1960. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. This is Ashley from Adore Children and Family Services. Learn more about foster care and adoption services by visiting adore-children.com. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Border to Border with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Welcome back. Bob Black, back with you in the morning for one of the last times, he says with a smile on his face. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Like I said, I've become a morning person, but uh, this all started for me way back in the day in the afternoon, so it's kind of cool going full circle, and we're going to be back in the afternoons. Uh, For me, actually, starting April 5th, that's a Monday. That's National Championship Monday for NCAA men's basketball. So uh, as you've been hearing, the promos on our radio station, Mitchell's been talking about it a lot, and I have as well. Beginning April 1, we're moving up the dial to 1061 on your FM dial and kind of combining forces and resources and all that kind of stuff and bringing you more local sports talk all day long, morning and afternoon as well. So mark that down and change those presets next week to 1061, uh, where we will be beginning April 1. Uh, So ironically enough, April 1 is also opening day for Major League Baseball, and we will continue to answer the question of what will you hear. You'll hear ESPN programming just as you've been hearing it and the play-by-play, the Richmond Spiders, Washington football team, and the Atlanta Braves. So the Braves open on Thursday, April 1. That's no April Fool's joke either, and they open with Philadelphia, and it's an afternoon game. So that will be on our airwaves on Thursday, April 1, beginning at 3 o'clock, actually, in the afternoon, assuming they're not rained out. Uh, they will play, and you'll hear that game on 106.1 uh, ESPN. Uh, we're off on Friday. 
uh, back on Monday to start in the afternoon from 4 to 6, and then the Braves are actually playing a series of day games. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday are day games, so we'll carry those as well. So we'll be on that Monday, April 5th. Sean Robertson from CBS 6 will join me. We'll break down the national championship game. He'll be on for a couple of segments, and then uh, we're going to keep going with Sean. He's trying to work his schedule as well. As I've mentioned before, it's a little harder when you're in the TV sports news business to work in the afternoon on a side gig like this as it is in the morning but i think sean's figured it out and it looks like thursdays will be the day that he'll co-host with me as well and always enjoy having him on and i know he likes it as well so hopefully thursday will work out for him and our schedule and his schedule and he'll be on as well so again long story here don't forget thursday uh april 1 will be the switch over to 1061 ESPN. The morning program, Sports King with Jamie King from 7 to 8. Uh, Big Al continues his run with Sports Phone from 8 to 10. Then our ESPN programming middle of the day. And Matt Joseph's coming over as well. Uh, he'll be on from 3 to 4 with Border to Border presented by Colonial Downs Racetrack. And then the Sports Huddle moves back to its original time way back in the day from 4 to 6 in the afternoons. And again, we'll start with that on Monday April the 5th. All right, there you go. That uh, brings us to about 8.54 on the sports huddle for uh, this Wednesday morning. The other story I hadn't gotten to has nothing to do this time with either college basketball or college football, but I kind of asked this question a little bit rhetorically, and I'll answer my own question. What do you think of the Philadelphia Eagles signing Joe Flacco to a contract? The veteran quarterback is heading to Philly, I assume, to be Jalen Hurts' backup quarterback and mentor. And I assume he is okay with that. Remember, he's done this before because he's bounced around, you know, whether it was Lamar Jackson, kind of where it all started for him in uh, Baltimore. It's been Sam Darnold. It's been Drew Locke. So he's, he's done this before. You know, he's a Super Bowl winner, a Super Bowl MVP. He's got some roots up there in that area, having played at Delaware. And then most of his season, not too far down the road in Baltimore. He's 36. He's got plenty of experience. Um, You know, and he he grew up uh, an Eagles fan. So I don't think this is a bad move at all. Assuming they have positioned this, and, and he's no dummy, obviously. He understands what's going on here. But if, if he's brought in there to be the backup to Jalen Hurts and to mentor Jalen Hurts, I am all for this. In fact, I think this is a better signing. I know there have been a lot out there in the wind of bring Nick Foles back. Nick Foles is available. Uh, we love Nick Foles. Let's bring him back. I was not on that bandwagon. I think Nick Foles has done what he can do for the Philadelphia Eagles. He can't do any more than he's already done for the Eagles. I don't think uh, in winning a Super Bowl for them. And I think he creates a little bit of a distraction. Not his doing at all by any stretch of the imagination. But the first time Jalen Hurts has a game with two interceptions and a fumble or doesn't score in the red zone that could have won it right away, bring Nick Foles in. I don't know that you're going to get that as much with Joe Flacco, that he's going to be able to remain on the sideline and continue to help Jalen Hurts and understand what he's got to do with the new coaching staff to help them as well. If Joe Flacco is attacking that with that approach, I think this is a pretty good signing by Philadelphia. I have not looked yet at the Philly paper or on Twitter or all the reaction of you know a fan base that is as passionate and vocal as any in the NFL and what they think about it. I think it's going to go over fairly well for the Eagles, other than those that were so passionate about Nick Foles coming back. But even before the Flacco signing, I was never really in that camp. And again, nothing against Nick Foles, obviously beloved. Uh, I've got the book about the Eagles winning the national championship on my coffee table, and his picture is right there on the front, on the cover of the hardback edition of uh, the the book that chronicled the Eagles Super Bowl championship. So I, nothing but respect and love for Nick Foles, but I'm kind of glad they went in a different direction and went uh, as Jalen Hurts, I believe, back up is Joe Flacco. If there's some competition there, so be it. Um, but I do think if Flacco acts as a mentor in this role and at the first bad play by Hurts, we're not saying get him out of there and get Nick Foles in the game. You're not going to get Joe Flacco in the game. 
I don't think that's happening. So I do think it was a pretty good move by Philadelphia. They still have a mess to clean up there. Uh, they need wide receivers. They you know they need a lot of positions in Philly. But I, I do think this was this was an okay move by the Eagles. All right. 8.50, and it obviously affects the rest of the teams in the NFC East, including the Washington football team. Uh, you know, they, and maybe there's a question out there, uh, Fitzpatrick or Flacco. And if they've each got to come in for whatever reason to replace, uh, you know, the starting quarterback, if they're not the starting quarterback, and I guess there's a lot of talk that Fitzpatrick will actually be the starting quarterback for Washington, who, who do you got more confidence in in there um, between the two of them? Interesting, really interesting in the NFC East. And then Daniel Jones with the Giants coming back from injury, and now Dak Prescott signed, sealed, and delivered by the Dallas Cowboys and you know apparently healthy as well. Could be pretty interesting in the NFC East. We need a much better year in the NFC East. We need a champion that gets over 500, for crying out loud, in the NFC East. All right, coming up right on uh, 9 o'clock. So there you go. Something a little different than uh, college basketball or college football was the uh, free agent signing by the Eagles of Joe Flacco. And we're working our way towards the draft at the end of April. And we'll, we'll be getting into that a lot more as we move along. All right, top of the hour. Mitchell's got the Sports Center update for you. And then we've got hour number two of the Sports Huddle on a gray, kind of wet Wednesday. Wednesday, we'll try and comfort you with some more good sports talk in the 9 o'clock hour, 99.5-1027. That's where we're still located, 950 on your AM dial, ESPN Richmond. Lexus of-